message now. Woo! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody! Since this is the first episode <laughs> of the New Year, even <laughs> though it's not, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, it's the first recorded episode of the New Year. Is it? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> we've recorded a few episodes in this new year, and they've all had technical difficulties, so Back we had to scratch them. On that another was fun. episode of technical difficulties. Back to another week of technical difficulties with this Fine and Dandy. This <laughs> is our new year, no, no difficulty episode. Let's go, baby. No difficulties. We're in this bitch. If you didn't say without it difficulties, if you didn't say it already. This is fine and dandy. Don't forget it. Don't you dare, because Doofles won't let the you. Name. Yeah, Doofles. We got Doofles. This is our hitman, our <laughs> hype man, our man on the wall, our freaking man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man of many talents. All right. He's a man of many hats. That too. He he's he's in his bag. Someone you've heard say. of Batman, but have you heard of Hatman? He's that guy. <laughs> He's in his bag. He has a bag. Doofles, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, you know what? It is a new year. I know you have a ton of resolutions, Josh. What are they? I have zero resolutions. I love that. <laughs> None. Nah, I have a few. I mean, getting more serious about like my podcast and like starting up my secondary podcast that I've been talking about for so long that I comp- completely haven't really done yet. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Too. I was thinking about doing that, too. I'm going to get a... Uh, Another mic and then set that up. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this year for everyone is just let's hope that it's better than last year. Yeah. Even for many people, this year's resolution. But that was also last year. <laughs> let's hope it was better than the past year. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hopefully, eventually, it d- does get better. Hopefully, yeah. it's not every year like, oh fuck, last year was not good. Something about twenty twenty two just doesn't sound right. Whenever you feel like twenty twenty was yesterday. 2019. 2019's like really still 2020 and 2021 were a blur, a blast from the past. <laughs> from <laughs> I mean, maybe for people that have been through the plague and shit like that. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, dude. Honestly, uh, my New Year's resolutions have been just to like take myself a little bit more seriously and put more energy towards my passions and things like that. Just absolutely like not allowing limitations to exist. Same. I would also say that uh, one of my big resolutions would definitely be to wake up early, and I have not been doing great at that. Um, that's one of my goals and one of my missions for sure is to wake up earlier. Uh, we'll see how much better I get at that, but you know, I'm trying. It's tough out here. I don't know. I'm always tired these days. I wake up, I can get a lot of sleep, and I'm still tired. I'm not an expert, but it may have something to do with going to sleep at 4 in the morning. I don't do that. <laughs> Not a lot. Dude, I could go to sleep at 11 and still somehow wake up at 2. Well, not that late. I'd probably wake up at like 11. Well, like I think it's just like when you allow yourself to, like, there's a, it's like the old saying of like, too too little or too much of anything isn't good for you. Well, not too little. It's too much of anything isn't good for you. Like, even things that you need, like water, sleep, you know what I mean? Like, food. It's like, once you start to over consume whatever you're doing, it starts to become bad for you. Whatever it is. I would definitely say sleep is one of those things. That's something I, would, I need to work on. Getting up earlier 
and I think the rest will follow for me. I know I know a lot of people these days are you know like waking up early doesn't shouldn't have to always equate to productivity for me in my lifestyle. I I would definitely say waking up earlier would be more productive for uh, me. I mean, being productive done. when you wake up is just an, a helpful thing to keep you awake. You know what I mean? Having goals as soon as you wake up and saying, like, I want to clean the kitchen before I go to work or I want to go on a walk before I have to take a drive. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whatever it is, just get out of your out of your mind and into your body so that you can stay awake. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't get me wrong. If you're more productive at night, because I know that's a big combo for a lot of people, too. It's that's like, true. You know, some people are more productive during the nighttime. If that's the case, by all means, do your nighttime things. But I work at night, so I get off, and then I definitely am still tired. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a cycle. Of it's kind of like a counterproductive thought, but it's like the more sleep you get when you think you're tired is kind of like bad for you it's like you allow yourself to tell yourself that i can use 12 hours of sleep because i didn't sleep well last night you know what i mean but it's like that's still not that healthy you should probably stick within the 8 to 10 range and even then 10 is kind of a lot and some for some people's like bodies you know what i mean everybody's different that's something i need to work on for sure but yeah i mean like like we said like whenever you start working waking up earlier everything else will come i mean like i feel like that's like with anything it's like there's always a step in the right direction it's just whether or not you take it because i mean there's like all the stuff i enjoy doing during the day that i skip on sometimes because i wake up late and i have to go to work Mm -hmm. like meditation or reading which i enjoy doing but it's either once again i wake up late so i'm doing a podcast or finishing editing on a podcast or uh, getting ready for work, you know, or shower, all that shit you got to do before you go to work. I want to start training myself to, like, be com- completely active and, like, coherent off of just six hours of sleep so that I can start being more productive on other areas of my life. Because, I mean, if I work, what, like, our shifts are no more than eight hours, you know what I mean? And that's, like, if you have a three to eleven, you know, like, type shit. Yeah. But other than that, like, regu- regularly our shifts are about five to six hours long, you know what I mean? So out- outside of that, if you can six sleep for six hours, work for six hours, you still have 12 hours to of your day to yourself to eat, enjoy your life, follow your passions, enjoy time with family and friends, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, the ability to know that, like, I'm not using my time wisely, and a big part of that is how much I'm sleeping is kind of like a fucking it fucks with me you know what i mean and i get it you know it doesn't always have to be grind season but also i i'm tired of sleeping so much i'm i want to accomplish Mm -hmm. certain things and i want to do certain things so it's not just i want to grind you know it's right these are things i actually want to do i want to actually be have the ability to create the things in the life of myself that i want to so sleeping has definitely held me back from doing some of those things don't get me wrong i still tackle a lot of the things I want to do, but not necessarily as good as I would have liked. Right. <laughs> it's not the things we do that we regret. It's the things we don't do. Yes. Right. Precisely. And I have quite a few on the list of things I want to do. It's funny enough, though, waking up early has been on my New Year's uh, resolution list, I think, going on year three now. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Will this year be the year, ladies and gentlemen? Find out next year on <laughs> what technical difficulties. Technical <laughs> real shit, dude. My life is one big technical <laughs> technical difficulty. There was a an Adam Sandler movie. It was, I think, Eight Days, Eight Nights. It was an animation. 
and he has like a coach mm-hmm. or whatever. He's a little weird guy, but like there's a whole like musical number talking about like every time he fucks up, every time like something bad happens or he fucks up, the little guy goes, "That's a technical foul." <laughs> <laughs> Shit's super silly, but hell yeah, I think I remember that. It's like a Christmas special type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah his family like died in a car accident he became like a drunk and a piece of shit yeah and then the whole town hated him yeah okay i remember that it's a good movie though it's not bad a lot of people hated on it for the for the like time that it came out the animation style wasn't bad no, it got a lot of shit though a lot yeah. of people thought it sucked i personally thought it was hilarious i mean but you know teach them i feel like a lot of people are, are just like extremely critical whenever it comes to like comedy and like comedians and stuff like that it's like you want to work with your friends no matter what so like james franco and seth rogan are going to pop out together adam sandler and kevin james are going to pop out together and it's like uh, people see these tropes in enough movies and they're like ah not another one type shit but it's probably still good you know what i mean it's like what what do you want these guys to do they already made their fucking money they're just enjoying themselves now yeah i mean adam sandler definitely has made maybe a few too many where he could slow down he doesn't need to (laughs) but (laughs) he could you know right but also <laughs> at the same time, there's such a weird dichotomy because any picture online you, you see, you see like Adam Sandler in the street, he looks like a fucking homeless man just walking around. It's like, hey, he doesn't need shit. He doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. It's like he's probably just making these <laughs> movies at this point just for the fuck of it because it's something that he like he finds funny. You know what I mean? And it's, it's going on Netflix. And it's going on Netflix automatically. He's making money regardless. Yeah. I mean, if see, somebody sees Adam Sandler's in a movie, they're probably gonna just throw it on. I mean, it might be bad, but. It'll be it'll be bad he, in a good way. You have so much respect for Sandler at this point. You're like, all right, you know, right. He's made his career. It's fine. It's kind of like, in my opinion, like Will Ferrell's recent work. It's like not the best of his like manifesto, but it's definitely not bad. You know what I mean? Like that Get Hard movie with Kevin Hart. It wasn't <laughs> bad. It's definitely no like. It was cheesy comedy. It's definitely no Step Brothers or like Kicking and Screaming, but like. It was, it was, it was not, it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? Like, those are all bangers, but like, banger, dog. (laughs) But like, what I'm saying is like, the recent movies he's making aren't bad. They're just, you know, not the best that he's made, for sure. In comparison, they don't compete, but in comparison to some other comedy movies coming out now, they're not bad either. He's still, he's still doing what he wants, so I I guess. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So I guess, you know, if I were to have, uh main focus for this year it would be to create more things that i want to and that would definitely start by getting up earlier and taking initiative when i am up not laying in bed on youtube for hours right i think the idea of a new year's resolution is nice but if you're not willing to like plan out how like a step-by-step plan of how you want to change things to get to that resolution and you're not really like engaged in what you want to change you know what i mean you're not kind of you're not like focusing in or like honing in on what you want to improve i feel like i've had this plan for at least a year now just like every day i wake (laughs) up just like fuck okay today's the day now it's time to really put it's it's just time to kick it into the year another one is like writing like i need to do a lot more writing writing helps i used to write a lot and it does help yeah, well, just, like, not just organize my thoughts, but also for, like, planning purposes. Like, I'm very forgetful in the way that, like, fuck, that's today type shit. You know what I mean? Like, type like I'll just not remember that it's Wednesday and I we were supposed to record. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I just, like, made some plans. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you right, know before what I mean? the, right before this podcast, he's he told me, hey, we can record at 3.15 and it'll be fine. It's 3 o'clock. He's like, shit, we need to hurry up. I was like, <laughs> 
was like, this is 15 minutes earlier than the time you wanted to record. <laughs> I know, but I have two different things I have to do. I didn't have to do them this morning, but things changed. Exactly why I'm that was this would be a different this would be a different scenario in which like I would I didn't know that I needed to do these things before today, but in which I did know that I needed to do a podcast today, so I should have written that down somewhere. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Is like the things <laughs> that I find important, I need to start planning out better because I have been really dropping the ball on that note. But also on that note, I will take part in that because we could record it a little bit earlier, but I was asleep. Yeah. So, I, I will, think... I will take part in that, too. Our resolution... With, uh, with I'll take part in you taking part in that. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we're both at fault there. For sure. I'll, it's a rough one. Well, with the new year, I think we're all hoping that things did a little bit better with COVID being a thing last year. <coughs> we had COVID. We got the Omicron. We got the... Uh, Avengers fucking COVID strain. There's a new one that just popped up recently, too. Oh, yeah, dude. It didn't really kick my ass too much. Josh, though, kicked his ass. It was his fault I got it, but, you know, we're better now, too. We got over it, which is good. I think a lot of people are hoping this year's a little bit better on the COVID side with these boosters and vaccinations coming out. Yeah. And the world's looking interesting, to say the least. I think the next five are really going to fucking kick into gear. With the new wave of uh, our generation, or our kids' generation, if we do have kids. with Because uh, the Quest 2 just dropped. People are like, I've heard great things. Talk about, about the Oculus shit. Yeah. Okay. I, heard, I heard Quest 2 has been amazing. But they're already planning Quest 3, and then fucking Mark Zuckerberg is already creating his meta version Verse, of that yeah. shit. Uh, like, he's going to have his own pair of... I'm sure. I mean, it Goggles. only makes sense. Google Glasses, fa- fucking Oculus, Facebook's got to get in there somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're going to have the metaverse, you've got to have your own pair type yeah. shit. It just, it's just branding at that point. So I give it two to three years, and we're going to start seeing all this fucking crypto Sh- NFT shit start to really... We'll see. I mean, for me, it, for me, it just seems kind of like that <laughs> at best you might in the next few years have like an augmented reality situation kind of like uh in the movie valerian where like they're in the desert but it's like this big ass mall once you put the glasses on type shit you know what i mean yeah so like it's kind of like entering a different dimension almost but like a virtual techno dimension type shit shit's about to get real meta real that was cheesy, but <laughs> meta. Shit's about to get real meta. No, but really for real, for really those. For really reals. For really reallys. For really reals. Nah, I think it's crazy though, cause I mean we already we were talking about this uh, before, not on a podcast, but just in general. Was um people already looked to entertainment mm-hmm. as like their go-to for a lot of things or like listen to entertainers for their advice or information or anything yeah, like, yeah. like when joe rogan had that guy that wasn't necessarily like a verified like kind of made up that he, the vaccine and stuff were well he basically he claimed that the mrna technology that was founded in the 90s or 80s or whatever that is currently being used on these vaccines and stuff like that was founded by him which has been recently debunked, I guess. Yeah, okay. a lot of people were on his ass. Yeah. And <coughs> it was just a platform of telling Joe Rogan, you know, 
this is irresponsible of like you. Like, how are you going to give this guy a platform whenever he's not even really who he yeah, says he is? Yeah, it seems like shit. it's for an agenda. Yeah. Know, like, like, he's trying to push an agenda because you just got this guy. Because when you have such renowned artists, you know, you have you got to think there's Tyson, some type of vetting you, going I mean, on. You do have other comedians on there as well. What? So you got to think there's some type of vetting going on with the p- with the podcast itself. Like, you got to think that there's somebody on his team, like, figuring out whether these people are who they say they are. Cause That's like what I'm saying. You should think that someone should Because, I mean, like, everybody has a doppelganger, right? So what if somebody that looked like Jamie Foxx <laughs> went into the studio and said, I'm here for my episode, guys. You know what I mean? It's like... Are you not gonna make sure that this guy actually is Jamie Fox, or are we just gonna like let people strangers walk in the studio? Like, are someone <laughs> you just like going? Because the thing was, in his it says that shit in his LinkedIn profile. Did they just go on his LinkedIn like checks out to me? <laughs> Let's get him on. Story you know? checks out. <laughs> get him on. Fuck it. We're, just, we're taking anybody on these days. Who gives a fuck? I mean, I guess like the point that I was trying to make when we talked about it was like. I don't know if it's like Joe's responsibility to know whether or not this guy is telling the truth. I also on top of that, I don't know if it's his like true I know like he plays a part in it, but like when you talk about someone giving someone a platform, it's like it, that seems intentional in in just like the notion of how you're saying it. Not you, but like someone saying that he you gave him a platform like he does he's not even who he says he is like yeah, because I have a lot of fans that listen to my podcast, but it's like I'm not in t- I could not I'm not going to say he is or isn't, you know what I mean, but it doesn't prove that there's an agenda that's being pushed, you know what I mean? It could be a very like ignorant mistake on either his or someone on his team's part to l- allow this guy to have that type of platform, but to say that there's like an agenda being pushed is kind of like circumstantial or speculatory, you know what I mean? Like it's it's hard to point like pinpoint whether or not Joe was having him on to push a point or if it was just an ignorant mistake and they let some fucking random ass guy get on there and claim some shit. You know what I mean? It's like either way it looks bad, but one way is a lot worse than the other. Yeah, (laughs) I'll say this too. I mean, I understand that Spotify does have a deal with him, but other than that, I mean, it's not mainstream media. You know, you're not... I mean, how does that look TV. on Spotify, though? They paid him $100 million to have random-ass people on claiming shit that isn't true. He's throwing <laughs> shit together. Where's this podcast going, Joe? <laughs> what are we doing here? We got a 10-year deal. I don't and know if we're going to make it past two. And <laughs> next week, we pulled some random dude off the street who claims that he was the first president of the United States. And how is it today, sir? Come back next week for Tebow, the founder of the T-Bone Steak. <laughs> 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 Okay, we're getting out of hand here. This show's turning into something, r- something strange real quick. Although I might Just like that. Just on that episode, it's like, so Tebow, what do you think about vegans? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I might like that show a little bit better. <laughs> if it's Just, just random ass shit. Yeah, it'd be, it would be s- outrageous. That's true, like chaotic almost? Yes. You know, and this week we have some random guy has nothing to do with anything. But we're gonna act like he does. And this week we have Shelly from the flower store on my on the corner of my block, here to talk about the sciences of <laughs> microbiology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wait, what? And today I got my six-year-old uh, here in the studio. She's gonna tell us about uh, science today. She learned in class. Can you uh, cover that for us today? Also, uh, next week's episode, my dog Marshall's gonna be in here explaining the intricacies of love and importances of care in a relationship. 
Dude, I would watch that shit. (laughs) 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 So, Marshall, what do you think about... (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That'd be the dumbest shit, but I'd probably watch it. Bro, how could you not? (laughs) (laughs) My point being, though, aside from that, is definitely people look to to media platforms, whether it's a YouTuber or a uh, podcaster. Or a football player sometimes for their answers and support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking like, suppose, act as if these people with these platforms are supposed to have the truth. But once again, they're just human beings who are good at something that they did and they made it big. Don't get me wrong. If you do have a platform, I would say you, I mean, it would be great to use it for something noteworthy and noble. Right. You know what I mean? But the case, or the truth of the matter is the fact Wait, no, the truth, of, I'm not, I was like, oh, fuck. The I'm truth of the fact of the matter of the fact of the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely lost. I had it, and then it just trailed off. My brain went to, to mush. The truth of the matter is that more than likely, they're not going to care. You know, they're, j- they're there to do what they're good at, and that's it. What's even worse, though, is that a lot of people, in, like, having YouTubers, you know, sprout up, uh, and, you know, having podcasters become big, you know, audio books and stuff, which is where, you know, these days people feel like they're smarter because they read or they listen to audio books and listen to podcasts yeah. every second of every day. When I went walk to work, I read and I listened to an audio book. What would you do today? Right. All I do is eat knowledge. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> I eat knowledge for breakfast. I feed my brain for lunch, and then I like to relax for dinner and just kick back and throw on an audiobook. You know, that's just a perfect day for me. It's just funny. It, it's hilarious. It's like, that's all I do. What do you digest? For isn't what do you it, eat? Isn't I'm it kind of funny di- that like people used to dive into a good book, and now they dive into an audiobook series <laughs> or fucking podcast type shit? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's, you know, I don't No, I don't even waste my time listening to music. I don't have time for that. I'm. It's almost like, f- you know how to read? <laughs> I'm on my fourth audio book this week. <laughs> like, oh, shit, you must right. be broke. You still reading and shit, dog? Yeah. <laughs> AirPods, bro. <laughs> AirPods. Noise cancellation, dog? I'd be careful back there, bro. Getting close. You're getting real close. Knocking that painting over again. I didn't do it. Nice. No, but people look to, to these, because we are ingesting so much, you know, different types of mediums and different forms these days. Everyone looks to these motherfuckers for fucking, you know, answers. Right. But chances are they, I mean, you're going to have your, they're going to have their own opinion and possibly agenda just like everyone else. So, I mean. But also people are so, like, wishy-washy. Like, they'll look to a celebrity for answers for a certain amount of time, and then as soon as they say something they don't like, they try to crucify them (laughs) for everything they're worth. We don't want to hear from you right now. We don't want to hear from you ever. You make money. You don't have a say in this shit. <laughs> We're poor. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I felt that way before sometimes. Because sometimes there'll be people who are definitely disassociated from the society majority of us live in. And they'll say some shims. Well, it was I mean better that's off that you Alyssa Milano shit. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh my God! There's someone walking outside of my neighborhood. But defund the police. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's just taking a jog. Oh my God! There's a guy outside getting his morning routine in. He's looking sketch. He's dangerous. (laughs) 
and calls the cops. <laughs> Defund the police. How, dude? Yeah, no, but yeah, at those moments, please shut up. Just <laughs> it's it's like okay to just not say anything. It's like there's a dude outside fucking working out with a crop top, like crop top fucking cut off sleeves type shit and just like huge muscles. <laughs> somebody calls him and they're like, there's somebody outside. He's armed and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Oh, uh, that'd be a really shitty IG sketch. I feel <laughs> Hell like yeah, that could be a thing. Someone would probably make that. It'd be really bad, though. It would be bad. Be, but, like, that's what would make it good is the horrible production. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, it, nah, I don't, good would be – it'd be a, a stretch, but for sure. It's crazy, though, because with, like, medias – I don't want to say specific, but just, you know, peop- content creators, I guess, would be the wor- best way to put it. With, like, how big you can get now, you know, back – you know, when our parents were kids and shit, I want to be a doctor. Or I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a mechanic. Like our engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be an engineer, you know? Right. There you, you wanted go. science. Like STEM now. Because nowadays people are trying to encourage kids to do STEM careers. Because right. STEM is. I mean, it sucks because we also are doing podcasts. But, you know, like we need more people to do STEM careers. Because everyone wants to be a, a media star, you know, th- you know what I mean, or an influencer. Right. And honestly, influencers are the worst content creators. Because what are you influencing, really? Uh, yes, yeah, society, I guess. I mean, you are, but by doing what? <laughs> what is your skill? What do you do? Your, your merch line. What are you good at? <laughs> uh, vlogging, maybe. I mean. Today, guys, I'm going to hop in my Lamborghini. You wouldn't understand because you're poor, but... Relatively, all you're influencing is other people to create just as shitty content. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. A hundred percent. I think something really crazy that's kind of stemmed from that, too, uh, was like a... I think it was a year or so back, whenever people were really trying to get viral YouTube videos and shit, people were trying to start up YouTube channels, and they were doing... People were doing those pranks that everyone hated, you know, going out. And there was the one where some guy was pretending to rob some some guy. And the guy ended up shooting him in self-defense because he thought he was getting robbed. But it was a it was a prank. It was a robbing prank. It's like real successful on that one. <laughs> and then there was another one where a guy was going to do a really cool video. Because he tested it out supposedly once before where they shot a book and the bullet didn't go through the book, right? Mm-hmm. And they bought one of the most powerful handguns. It was, it was a, a – I forgot what kind of Desert Eagle, but it was a Desert Eagle. Okay. Fat. You could tell just looking at it, like, that was a hefty It's going to do some damage. Like, you wouldn't even have to shoot it. You hit that hoe across someone's <laughs> face, they're getting knocked out. Like, that is a weapon. A dual wheel. A <laughs> <Like laughs> dual. Real <laughs> shit. You don't need no ammo. <laughs> like, that shit was hefty. <coughs> And guys, girl, like the, she got a little bit of jail time. She was pregnant too, but essentially, she, the p- the thing was, she was gonna aim it like at arm's length, mm-hmm. and he had the book across his chest, and she shot it. Ended up killing him though, Jesus, because he wanted to do it. Cause he's like, I'm gonna do crazier stuff every week. Yeah, you're not. It sucks, not but anymore. you know, why would you uh, even attempt to do something? You know, kind of like when people reviews climbing cranes and. Yeah. On the top of buildings. I mean, that shit, I, I guess I can get, like, people wanting to live on the edge, you know what I mean? Doing, like, super, like, high risk and not really high reward shit, like skydiving and fucking going to the top of something with a fucking, what are those? What Maybe are that's th- more understandable. 
I mean, it's not understandable to go on top of a skyscraper just to take that, a picture. That's not it, yeah. But that's what I'm saying is, is like it's high risk with like little to no reward other than a, just a picture that you took. And I'm not saying it's not a good view or it wasn't exhilarating while you were doing it, but relatively speaking, there was no reason for you to be up there. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was great. I love the rush. The adrenaline running through my veins. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if I really like that too much. But... I don't know, just like these days, this day and age, we all look to to people that really don't have, instead of looking to the doctors and scientists, it's crazy, we'd question the doctors and scientists before we would question some random motherfucker. Like, why were, easiest example to go to, why were people trusting what Trump said over what any other doctor or scientist would say? I trust this guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, it was all the years that, uh, in the field of research, <laughs> that, is that why you trust them? I mean, I guess, like, to play devil's advocate, you had scientists on national television lying to you, so, like, it's kind of tough to decipher whether you trust the president that's not really on the side of, like, all the shit that the scientists are pushing or the scientists that have already for sure lied to you about some shit. At this point, I feel like Dr. Fauci is media trained. But yeah, very shitty. I mean, I see him as a face to the shittiness of the CDC. When you look at Don't Look Up, it's the perfect example. He was yeah. somewhat handsome scientist. Dr. Fauci's not that. But, you know, just in the movie itself, there's an asteroid. And he was like, I assure you, everything is going to be okay. Right. And everyone's like, all right, yeah. This guy's a scientist. He's the guy who discovered the meteor. He knows mm. we're going to be okay. You know, just to put everyone at ease. Right. And then after that, Boom. everyone's going to die. <laughs> and then everyone's like, all right, I don't know. I can't believe any of you. Right. He did it to himself, though. You That's know. true. He's like, ah, this is not it. And then switched up. He's like, well, you know, we're going to die. And that, I mean, that's kind of the situation that Fauci was in because he sit, like, ba- like basically came out and said that I had to lie to make sure that there was enough masks for healthcare workers and hospitals and stuff like that. But it's like. You didn't have to lie, motherfucker. You just did. You felt like that was the best course of action, and now you ha- you have to fucking face the facts is that we do not trust you, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I trust Trump any more than him or anyone else. I'm not, not speaking out against either one of them or for either one of them. What I will say is this <laughs> shit's getting ridiculous. Like At this level, it really takes someone to believe something online or do all of this research yourself. <laughs> like realistically, you have to f- do your own research like all about what you what research you trust. <laughs> type you have to do research on research. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm just saying <coughs> like do you think at some point you know cuz this, this day and age, you know, if you get a little bit of a following, you're creating a merch line, creating a podcast for it. Right. You have some other source of media, you're doing something else probably as well along with it. Uh it's kind of funny, you know. Yeah. Like you, you're a famous YouTuber. Let's make a podcast. All right, really has no substance. You probably have no need to do that, but true. I mean, it's just a more. It's another uh, revenue, another s- source of revenue. But All right, but also like if you already have the following and you wanted to do a podcast already, but you got famous off of YouTube, it might not have substance, but you can do whatever you want. That's true. I'm. He might get to a point where you know one of these people. Possibly Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the next few years. I'm going to run for president. 
I, w- I would vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think it might get to the point. Because I was thinking just a second ago, I was like, what if we get a professional wrestler as one of our presidents? I was like, the closest thing coming up to that I mean, is probably come Dwayne on, dude. Like, like, to say that our president's been choke slammed by The Undertaker is kind of crazy. Like, like, like I, I'd, I might go for it. Exactly. <laughs> My point <laughs> proven. So I mean, the president's a joke. The office of the president is a joke at this point, anyways. It's like we know. Th- I, I mean, I, I guess it could be a conspiracy conspiracy theory to say that the office of the president is just a face of the country, and real the real decisions are made behind the face of the country, and somebody just has to be responsible for those decisions. He gives you a representative called the executive branch, but. I'm just saying, like, it's never seemed like a necessary job with all of the other <laughs> shit in place, like the House, the fucking Senate, fucking secretaries and all these other shits. Just like, what does the president do besides fucking wave his hand and sign a few bills necessarily? I don't know. I mean, he could pick his cabinet, which essentially would just be, you know, like a lot of that is. You picking people that are just but usually those people are picked, not I mean you you have the final say of who those people are, but like relatively it's not like you know (laughs) who you want your cabinet to be when you're running. Someone probably is bringing you people to meet and like like you make your decisions off of that, but like that's still vetted information coming to you. You know what I mean? You don't pick like who you want your cabinet to be. I feel like you get options and you make a selection type shit. Potentially, I mean, like, there's probably people like up for the running, and then like they go into their like beliefs, whether they follow like your beliefs or if they like go against like what you stand for or anything like that. But like, relatively, it's got to be some sort of situation. I doubt fucking Donald Trump. I mean, you got to think about it. Fucking Donald Trump was (laughs) picking his own cabinet. Probably be the fucking worst cabinet of all time. I'm not gonna say it was or wasn't. I don't know the statistics, (laughs) but relatively, you got to think that that guy picking his own people can't really work out very well. That's hilarious. I mean, I just w- I'm waiting to see just one day. I'm saying one day like it probably won't be in the near future of people looking to I mean, they already do, you know, looking to football players for answers. It's like when LeBron James was trying to make a stance and people saying shut up and dribble. Yeah. But it's going to probably get worse down the line where people are like, I get my answers from the TV, but it's some just random ass, not right. even, you know, check marked, verified is what I was looking for. I don't know why I said check marked. It's like they like they think they're watching the news, but it's just a sketch on SNL. Yeah, <laughs> real shit. Well, the TV told me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Well, I was watching, uh, fuck, I can never remember his name. It's Alex uh, Jones. Jones, yeah. You know, I mean, he had some, some legitimacy somewhat. I mean, he definitely went off. A bunch of the things he said came out to be true, but there was a bunch of things he said that were pretty fucked up. Yeah, no, def- <laughs> definitely, yeah. There was and also not true. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so it was definitely 50-50 on that. But there's some, I guarantee you, there's somebody out there looking to someone like that for their answers in the world. Yeah. Just because, it's, it's the thing, it's, okay, I relate to this person. I kind of, I built a trust with this person by watching their stuff. One day I make a statement that's off the rails, someone's, I trust this guy. He's gained my trust. Right. You don't know them. They put on his face. It's true. Mask, you know, there's someone behind a screen. I mean, like, the way I see it is, like, even though it's a live event, every 
p- presidential address is a production, no matter what. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing at this point, I see America as just a big, uh, like, See, and scene. And see, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a big reality show. I mean, we're, we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Oh, shit. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And by that, I mean ruining other countries. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, by b- doing stuff behind the scenes, I mean ruining other countries. Well, don't you know that the only way to get on a country's good graces is to ruin it and then com- try to build save it back it? up? Try to <laughs> save it? Yeah, destroy it and be like, we're the saviors of our own We're mess. the heroes! <laughs> oh no, we left all our weapons in your country. <laughs> and they got taken over. Who's gonna? I wonder <laughs> what's going to happen with those. Uh, you know, so I mean... Other than that, just like everything that goes on in this country, it just seems, it all seems like it's for show. Whether it's a social issue, oh, we could use this, you right. know, or it's uh, climate change, oh, we could use this. Right. It's, you know, it just all seems almost a fabricated storyline that someone behind the scenes is just scripting out, and we're just all playing along. Right, and it's like it's it's almost. As if, like, everyone knows it's happening, but no one wants to, like, admit it to themselves, kind of, that we don't really have all the information to be able to make the changes necessary, not just in this country, but in this, like, for our planet type shit. And that's, it's becoming more and more apparent that we don't have that information, not because it's not existent, but because it's, there's an active team of fucking people trying to keep it away from yeah. other people type shit. We've said it so many times. It's almost as if every like character trait that is a human being or anything that's going on in the world is just like a cog in the capitalistic machine. If there's a race issue going on, you gotta D-diss. We stand! <laughs> Alright, motherfucker. Is this... Do you really stand with... Equal rights, or you just is this is this a campaign right now? <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you have one company stands with whatever's going on, and then you have next thing you know, you have fucking little Debbie's. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. I stand. All right, look, you're selling sweets to kids. <laughs> it's you can sit this one out. We don't. We really don't need that. And then you have Wendy's who and Burger King who made like mixtapes. At one point, seriously, they had raps. Yeah, there's like m- rap mixtapes. Gross. Wendy's was kind of fire. <laughs> it was. It wasn't. Wasn't terrible. But my point being, you can sit some shit out. Your marketing teams yeah. are good. I get it. But you know, fuck. It's kind of like uh, the opposite end of that is like Deadpool. Like they sat nothing out. I remember seeing like a stand in in Walmart where the Deadpool marketing team. Like set up covers for all the other movies on sale to have Deadpool as the main character in that title. So say you have a cover like picture of the movie, if like whoever the main character is in that cover picture, they just switch it out to Deadpool. That's hilarious. And it's still the same movie, (laughs) but like just for branding, they were like, if you want to pick another movie, you still see in this motherfucker. (laughs) You better watch Deadpool. I think everyone saw that movie too. I mean, like it's just like that was that, and then uh, Kanye's recent like touring thing of like his new album that like were probably two of like the best marketing 
schemes I've seen in a long time. Oh, where he went crazy on TV? Well, is that what you – wait, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm talking about, like, where he had, like, the Donda release party type shit. Oh, that was good, too, yeah. And I'm not saying it was, like, good or bad. What I'm saying is, like, the marketing that he did for it that that was centered around that event oh, yeah. was incredible. Oh, 100%. I was talking about when he went on TV and started yelling. No, I wasn't talking about that. <laughs> I mean, that also rocketed. I mean, we don't That's know if it's direct correlation, but I, people were paying attention. True. I mean, like. There was an album drop right after that. I mean, relatively, there was, like, that whole Kanye and Drake beef that just. We all knew what it was from the go. It's just out boosting album sales, yeah. putting both of their names in the media and then they mix. They each dropped something. They both dropped and they both and went crazy. <laughs> both made their money. What was it? Two p- different people dropped. Drake dropped something and then Cuddy dropped something. Cuddy was on both. And mm-hmm. People were like, how? Why? <laughs> well, welcome to the music industry. It's all, you know, we're all doing shit from. It's all money out here. Is anything real? No. Who knows? Honestly, at this point. I'm not real. I think I never was. And I think that goes into whenever, uh, like, just looking at America like that, what it could be and what it's turned into. Just, you know, how we capitalize off of these cultures and mm-hmm. these different people rather than embracing them. Yeah. Fuck Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, let's get rid of Thanksgiving. Not entirely. I still think we should, you know, gather around and eat food. We should food. still eat the food that's we made should on Thanksgiving. We, we should <laughs> still give thanks to the people around us and eat good food. But I think we should bring all the cultures together and have a day where we celebrate what this country was kind of fake, supposed to be, what we pretended that it was, Mm -hmm. this melting pot of cultures, and actually make it into something where we create something for all of these cultures that come here. Because it was a – so Daniela went to Colombia to see her family, right? She was just talking about how rich the culture is and how everyone's a little bit more friendly towards each other. You know what I mean? For the most part, I'm not saying. Right. I mean, from her experience. Like, yeah, everything's a little bit more rich there. You know, people go out and dance and like the music, like with the music and then people are creating art everywhere. And I told her that's easier to do when everyone has pretty much the same, the same culture is very similar. Right. When you have all these different cultures coming into one place, you know, and some people telling them to get out of here, it's kind of hard for these cultures to really embrace what they are right. and, like, share it with all these other cultures and, c- you know, maybe even create something that could could have been even more special. But right. And, like, take – and it seems like American culture, at least through its history so far, has been, been nothing more than just diminishing or outright stealing from other cultures. You know what I mean? Just, like – Making people feel as if they don't belong while you're taking the things that they brought. As in, like, clothing ideas, fashion, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's trendy, like, hairstyles, whether it's uh, music, whether it's food, whether it's whatever it is that comes from this culture, you know what I mean? Dance, like, whatever it is, has been rather than appreciated either diminished or outright stolen and just called like American culture type shit. And that's, I think that's created the problem because there are some people who admire other people's cultures and they want to like dress up or like learn about it and become a part of it. But even when they do, they're frowned upon or looked at. Well, also I feel like people. They're appropriating. But that's just because of the country that. But also I feel like people have already been so like 
discriminated against that they don't even like now i'm not speaking for everyone but i'm sure that there are people out there that have been so discriminated against they don't even feel like they want to share their culture with anyone they feel like the the world that has treated them so badly like why would i share anything with y'all type shit like y'all have only made me feel bad about who i am kind of like the native americans yeah stripped of their entire culture the true american culture like what the american culture originally started off as and then we took from them and stripped them from that and created the shithole of what <coughs> I'm not saying America's a complete shithole. Like it get does give off opportunity. I mean it's built on lies and false promises pretty yeah. much. Rather than, you know, cuz you think you have all these other countries that have, you know, the history of what they came to be. Our history kind of our our true history of America in the land kind of got buried a long time ago. Yeah. And we don't really know about it as much as we should, you know, uh, about the, you know, the different tribes of the natives when they were here, you know, or the way that they dealt with the lay of the land, the way they did the tracking. You know, people have made, I, you know, you see people make jokes about it and stuff, but I'm sure they actually did tracking, you know, and stuff like that, like a long time ago where they did put their ear to the ground. And people thought, saw that as silly, but that's something cool, you know what I mean? A, a, like a rich part of history that we should have learned about or something that. Maybe it should have been a part of our culture. We should have embraced and, like, brought it into what we are instead of tearing them down and murdering them and giving them Well, also, it's just, like, the accumulation of everything that a human can be is, like, to, t- to take away the history of what has what human history has gone through, even if it's just a portion. It's kind of like the burning of the Library of Alexandria. You know what I mean? It's, like, how much knowledge was burned there just for ego and for selfishness and for the purpose of trying to conquer something that you never needed to. We literally burned fucking books on books on books of history of like human civilization and stuff like that and things that people have been through and things that people have seen and stories of like just success stories and also failure stories and things that like would help the development of the human mind were all taken out of historical like existence in an instant you know what i mean like in a day in in a a day hundreds of maybe even thousands of years of knowledge was wiped out how much history do we lose in that you know and how much history have we continued to lose by doing exactly that and in different ways, different I think we ways. do. Yeah, we definitely still do it to this day, but just in different ways. But it's like, well, how far along would we be if we would embrace each other and, you know, kind of like share the cultures? And America being one of the places that, you know, kind of claimed to be that, it, I f- we could have been so much further along of embracing the all of these people that have come along, you know, learning about them and progressing from there and, and maybe building on that, having a day where we all come together and, and express where we're from or uh what our family's been through type of thing you know yeah from whatever country because i mean there was a time where people were leaving other countries because there was better opportunity here still still doing still still yeah there are people still doing that and we should embrace that if we're gonna if we're gonna sell the point of being a land of opportunity hey will you come check if see if this video is still recording because you know it's technical difficulties season we're gonna see if this video is still recording Let's go. We're in the building. But yeah, when we when Sorry, we babe. when we brand ourselves as a land of opportunity, I think we should hold on to that and 
stay true to that. And, you know, these people that won't come here for that, we should embrace that and come together. Yeah, right. And it's like these people that, like, have, I guess, like, their own queries about um, immigration and things like that. It's like I feel people have this entitlement about them in today's world. It's like, yeah, this is your home, but only because <laughs> your ancestors did exactly what you're speaking out against right now. You know what I mean? Like, this wasn't their home. This wasn't, they, they immigrated here to find a better life, right? So why are you not trying to allow that for other people? Why was that exclusionary to you? Why was that not something that like, my point of view is just, like, if you know that a better life was built for your family here, why would you not want that for anyone else? Exactly. It's like, how selfish could you be and how entitled could you be to call this your home? Go back to your country. This is my country. It's like, no, it's not, first and foremost. It wasn't even your grandpappy's or his grandpappy. <laughs> like, real shit. It's like, if you tell me to go back to my country for whatever reason or whatever country I'm from type shit, it's like I can easily tell you the same thing. You just don't want to hear that because you're ignorant and don't have the like historical facts and know that <laughs> your ancestors came from just as much poverty that I'm in right now. <laughs> exactly. It's really nobody's country except for the natives that were here. And with that being said and that being the case, it should be everybody's country, if that makes sense. Like, with it being truly nobody's. You can't have it both ways. You know exactly. What I mean? It's like, it's either nobody, nobody's and only the Native Americans, but if you're going to allow the idea that Englishmen and Frenchmen and Spaniards came over here and took it from them, then you got to allow the idea for someone to c climb a fucking wall if they have to type shit. Like, let's just be real. That wall building idea is fucking, honestly, at this point, just trying to think of the word it's like more than horrible and terrible it's just like we're more worried it's about a horror story because like you see the idea behind it you're like yeah maybe maybe we are getting a little too too overpopulated maybe th maybe there's not enough jobs for everybody but like at the same time it's like do, do either one of those things equaling kids in cages make sense to you like you know what i mean like are you so against immigration that kids should spend their lives in cages right now and be separated away from their families? Is that really how you feel, Margaret? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just be honest. Like, that's a whole life being given a fucking foil blanket to stay warm. Yeah, that's fucked. Like, that's ju just because they're not from the same country as you doesn't mean they deserve any less treatment of their human rights it really is crazy to see though just like how your like environment kind of produces a type of person that you are your perspective you know it really is an echo chamber type of thing you know yeah you're surrounded by certain people and certain events that kind of shape the way that you view the world is mm -hmm. rather than kind of making really coming to your own conclusion yourself and really understanding like oh shit that is another person over there right and i mean like i feel like that takes a certain it takes a certain level of policing yourself to understand that it's not all about you that it's there are other people going through things and that even though life seems hard for you right now or something just happened that it seems like unforgivable or like you don't know how to react to it it's like just understand that there's like just as many people dealing with just as much issues or just or even worse like way more issues it's like 
realistically, I'm not trying to diminish anyone's feelings. What I am saying is, is like, we have to remember to step outside of ourselves sometimes because there's always someone else that could use our help. Agreed. And I mean, I think a lot of people our age, I'm not, once again, you know, speaking from my personal experiences, but, you know, and the internet just in general, like kind of bringing a lot of knowledge to light. I think a lot of these old viewpoints of how people viewed America and what built America, people are starting to shift, you know, mm-hmm. and like the way that we even go about things, you know. I mean, just as simple as, I mean, this is just a simple example, but of course I'm going to tie it in here. It's just, you know, less people, not saying less people, but, you know, I'd say less people uh, wanting to have kids. Excuse me. A lot of people are still having kids, mm-hmm. I will say, you know, but I'd say there's a lot of less people that want to have kids as compared to, you know, when it was a necessity to have kids mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of survive and make money and right. do chores and right, tend to the house. Like, at the end of the day, it's, it's fucked up that, like, society has l- gotten to that point. Yeah, in a way. I think it's just, you know, we're steering away from what, you know, we felt like we needed to do. You know, even less people are getting, I was also going to say, like, less people are getting married now. As a are in the same way that they used yeah. to, people are still getting married, but not in the same. You know, it doesn't have to be this big traditional in a church or spend fifty grand on a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, most people can't afford that these days. Also, very true. So I mean, you know, people would rather just hey, let's do something small with just like family and friends. But right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people are steering away from these old values that, quote unquote, America is supposed to be this Fourth of July yeah. fireworks show. Baseball, fucking freedom. But I would say that it's maybe steering into a different direction rather than just being steered away from. Like where you might not see as many heterosexual couples getting married, you have a lot more homosexual couples getting married because it's a lot more accepted now. It's a lot in uh, most states. It's legal now. You know what I mean? There's for a long time people had to like either leave the country or go to a select state. You know what I mean? Maybe it's fucking thousands of miles away from you to be able to just to marry your partner you know what i mean so this is some things that like some people have been waiting their whole lives to do and sh- shit like that so i think it's like we might be steering away from the traditional ideas of what marriage is but like that doesn't necessarily mean we're steering away from marriage no yeah. kind of the same thing with like raising kids it's like i don't think that we are raising kids for the same reasons anymore it's like like you said it used to be like a necessity base like you either need this you need some help on the farm or you need some help around the house so you get or you need some help with bills you know what i mean like so you have to have a kid and in 10 to 12 years they can go to work and they can start helping you like do whatever you need to do type shit so it used to be more of a like business plan to have a child (laughs) you know what i mean but like and that's not to say that people didn't care about their children or anything like i'm sure that there was still plenty of love involved but it was more of just like a business decision like i need help and I can create it. You know what I mean? Like it now, it's more of a choice. Now it's for sure a, a tougher choice. A, a lot sense. more of a choice, but I also feel it's a lot more of a necessity, but for a different reason. Like for the most more like emotional side of life, for the like maternity side of life, for the like w- almost like what it means to be alive side of life. Now I'm not saying like. If you don't have kids or aren't able to kids have kids, and then, then you'll you'll never have lived. That's not what I'm trying to say. I mean, obviously, there's meaning in every single person's life, 
and and that meaning is different it comes in different ways you know what i mean but what i am trying to say is that like whenever it comes to having children i feel that people have shifted and it is a lot tougher of a decision because of the climate because of fucking covid because of fucking social issues because of fucking the idea of fucking racism or discrimination whatsoever in any fa- way, shape, or form, r- whether it's about your religion, sex, sexuality, like, whatever you decide is your identity, you know what I mean? Like, all of that shit is still in roaring rage. And so, I'm not saying it's not on, a, like, a decline. Some of it is. It's a lot less accepted to be a racist in today's society. It's a lot less accepted to discriminate on someone because of their life choices in today's society. I think that's why they're such an uproar. Other people who were just like, this is daily life. Right. Like getting called out like, this is a, this is blasphemy. Right. And so, this I, is an outrage. I think it is a lot tougher of a decision, but the fact, that's what I was trying to say was that it's fucked up that it became a tough decision, that outside individuals or entities have made the world the way it is. Whether you call it COVID, shit, there was a fucking outbreak and the world didn't fucking (laughs) treat it as such and respect it for what it was, and now we have something that we might not ever get rid of for our entire lives. So that's lit, right? We did that. (laughs) I say for this new year, we create our own traditions. We create the lives we want to live. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to go in a different direction. Be like, create our own variant. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't do that. That's not (laughs) No, no, sir. But now create our own traditions. Create your own lifestyles. You know, whether it it starts small, you know, within your own communities. Uh, Try to make them less hateful ones. Preferably not any hateful traditions. Yeah. But, you know, just it doesn't always have to be because we as Americans are so I mean, most uh, prideful countries, you know, it's bent on old traditions and this is the way it is. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Hard work and dedication. You should stick with that. Of course. Absolutely. You should put that towards anything you care about and anything you want to do. But these ideologies, uh, some of these old ideologies should be thrown out the window and we should create new. No. I'm not going to lie, like, just the way society's gone recent of recent years, necessarily, it's it just feels like we're on the brink of, like, a purge situation. Where oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. It constantly feels like that. And, like, I don't know what it is, but, like, I, I'm kind of halfway in between feeling as if there's, like, a purge that's upcoming or an Armageddon-level event <laughs> that is upcoming none of us know about because like you hear about like those like fall of a civilization things in like history it's like every like civilization has fallen in similar ways and things like that and it's just like we're kind of just doing it to ourselves <laughs> you know what i mean like we're kind of just saying you know what and i i I'm not going to lie. I'm sure the other countries are fucking loving it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure China's not complaining that we're destroying ourselves. I'm sure Russia's not complaining that we're destroying ourselves. Oh, they're probably laughing. <laughs> they're probably fucking <laughs> taking part in it at this point. Oh, no, 100%. <laughs> but, like, realistically, the American way is blaming everybody else for your problems. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't doubt that very soon it'll become an either like us against the world or us against us situation i'll say this we basically what have we covered america is sucks a, uh, yeah i mean and <laughs> it's not the worst but it definitely sucks it just you know it, it sucks at being the best yes there you go it's <laughs> the it's a reality show where we look to uh 
we look to comedians. <laughs> we, I forgot. We forgot to mention that. You know, Joe Rogan being a comedian slash entertainer, looking to them for answers, looking to uh, fucking sports fucking athletes yeah. for answers, looking to influencers who don't really do shit. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy? Um, YouTubers for answers. There's a guy that has one of the votes. It's like 50 people get votes, and like they're like either columnists or people um, that work in the uh, NFL or whatever. Yeah. But 50 people get votes for uh, who's going to be the MVP, right? Yeah. And one of the guys said, Aaron Rodgers will not get my vote because he's a bad guy. And I'm pretty sure, well, everyone's pretty sure that he was referring to the fact that he's unvaccinated and doesn't plan to be vaccinated now if you go into the research of why he's unvaccinated he's unvaccinated because he's allergic to a certain proponent that is in every single vaccine that has come out allergic like could die (laughs) type shit if that shit's injected to his body so like what is he supposed to do Aaron Rodgers' response was just like, I didn't know we were voting for most valuable vaccinated player. (laughs) (laughs) That shit had me dying, bro. Because he was like, honestly, I don't want his vote. He's a bum. (laughs) That's fair, dude. I mean, because you turn it around. Once once again, you turn it around. Fucking, you have that guy. You have someone speak out on it or whatever. Someone, an athlete or a podcaster or fucking influencer, which I still don't know what they do. (laughs) They influence the people, I guess. But um, speak out on an issue, then you get, stay in your place, asshole. <laughs> Fuck, bro. I'm just out here trying to do me. <laughs> you can't win. You, you can't beat them, join them. I don't know. No, you can't live with them. You can't live without them. There you go. One of those things. You either die a hero or live long enough <laughs> to see yourself become the villain. Shit, it's tough, bro. You know, America is a place of, if it's not my way, it's the highway, and no one's getting their way. <laughs> so it's like it's like fuck. it's my way or the highway, but the highway's been blocked off for like eight years. <laughs> They're still doing construction, everyone's so you're like, everyone's just like, it's my <laughs> way, dude. There's no highway. Where do we go from here? Can we figure something else out? There's obviously no highway. Let's try to work it out. Can we get this road work done? Cause this shit's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Tired of holding on. Shit. I don't know. Do you got anything else? I'm I'm pretty covered. Make your own traditions. Build your own life. Be a little less hateful. Show a little bit more love. The only way we're going to be better is by fucking, not fucking, not by fucking, but. By liking, commenting, and also subscribing. That's the only way we're going to be better. Showing each other some love and helping <laughs> each other out. Starts with us. And also, I'd like to say, go doofles. Go doofles. Check us out next week, Fine and Dandy. Signing off. Bye.